0: The Fade the Noise Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy.
1: Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good Sir Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise Podcast. And uh, Lundy, we got some huge news uh, before we jumped on uh, to tape this pod here on a hashtag tequila Thursday as Nathaniel Hackett is going to be the new coach, head coach, of your Denver Broncos. Immediate gut reaction.
0: Uh immediate gut reaction. Uh I'm okay with it. Like I, I can't say that there was anything about any of the coaching hi- uh the candidates that were out there that necessarily wowed me. I could find things I liked about each one, I could find things I didn't like about each one, and I think that's true of any head coach uh in the NFL until they've actually proven themselves, especially if you're pulling some- uh, somebody from, uh, uh, you know, a coordinator or a position coach or whatever type of standpoint. Like you just, you really don't know. Here's what I am really happy with though, and that is that uh, George Payton, the general manager of the Broncos, uh, it appeared that Hackett was the guy that he liked, and mm-hmm. I, I like the idea of him going my bat, my ball, my butt. That he didn't, <laughs> uh, that he didn't listen to. Oh well, you should get this kind of. He just. This was the guy that he liked, and and by all accounts, our buddy Woody Page here in Denver, everybody was saying, like, hey, we think Hackett might be the guy. He might be a little bit of a dark horse, but we think he's the guy. Um, And – Peyton seemed to go with all of that, so I I like that part. I like an offensive mind after having uh you know Vance Joseph, Marf, uh, and Vic Fangio. Um, and and I've talked locally here in Denver about Vic Fangio being Wade Phillips 2.0. He's a great, he's a phenomenal defensive coordinator. He's a bad head coach. Okay, um, and I love Wade Phillips to death. Um, but both of those guys are better defensive minds than they are being the head of a team. And so I'm happy to see them go with somebody offensive-minded because I think there's too much talent on this roster that's getting wasted.
1: No, I completely agree. And look, he's got the track record. And Aaron Rodgers just has sung his praises, and that you know opens up the box of the discussion. All right, Rodgers, Adams, uh, they want be a package deal. There's rumors already flying that they could be headed to Mile High City. And I think this is a pouring the foundation for that to actually come to fruition. Uh, given the relationship that Rodgers has with Hackett and the implicit trust that Rodgers has in him. And you know that goes an enormous, long way when it comes to A.A. rod. And you look at Hackett, it's just more of, well, of course he's had prolific passing offenses because he's tied one of the all-time greats, but he got it done at Jacksonville. You know, back in 2017, uh, that team was number two in passing offense in terms of the yards per game and then early on in his career in 2013 and 2014 you know a 16th place a finish in uh, total yards overall of uh, the offense a 14th place finish in total yards overall as well so he has had above average offenses at every stop along the way whether with the Bills whether with the Jags and of course most recently with the Packers so uh, I know it's a betting pod, and there are no odds out yet for the Super Bowl next year. But if all the pieces fall into place, Lundy, I think you're going to be looking at the Denver Broncos as probably one of the strong favorites to hoist a Lombardi Trophy around this time next season. I don't like that's outlandish well, to say, is it?
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, hey, I, preseason. Uh, I mean, who the hell knows? I, I don't know that we had uh, San Francisco doing everything that they're doing right now. Here's or what Cincinnati. I Or
1: Cincinnati. They were I eighty know. to
0: one. Yeah, I know that you say. Uh, obviously, we're talking about something that's non-betting related, but can I correlate it together with a betting thing? Yeah, I put do this it. on. I put this on Twitter last night. Do you know that DraftKings has Peyton Manning as eighty to one to coach the Raiders?
1: I did see that, uh, which is <laughs> outlandish. Uh, I mean,
0: he'd I, have better odds
1: of maybe getting an uh, ownership stake. And the Here's the crazy
0: part. I would love somebody on the inside at DK to tell me how many bets they actually have on that. I would love to know how many people are like, ah, screw it. I'll put five bucks on that. You know, just something stupid. Yeah, they're watching that Lays commercial with him and Eli, and then they just have this epiphany.
1: It's an <laughs> omen. It's a sign. I'm firing off a grand on this. Let it
0: ride. And grabbing oh another goodness.
1: beverage out of the fridge. Yeah, I saw right. that last night. That's,
0: that's when you've got FU money.
1: It is. Yeah, just you want to piss it away, Uh, then might as well do it on Head Coach Futures in the NFL. With that, on this Hashtag Tequila Thursday, bartender, bartender, pour us another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lundy, you got checked at the boards yesterday, man, in the NHL. Uh, It was one of those nights. Uh, You know, it does happen. You run hot, you run cold. Uh, You've been on a little bit of a mini heater. Over the weekend, and then the polar vortex uh, swooped in and extinguished it very quickly. So let's turn this ship around, man. Uh, Let's try to drop the puck and actually make some bucks in hockey tonight. What do you like?
0: Uh, yes, we uh, collectively our betting looked a lot like Nathan McKinnon's face uh, last night in that uh, Avs uh, Bruins game where he got knocked out in the uh, within the first couple of minutes of the game and didn't return. Uh, so yeah, I, our betting last night was uh, putrid. Uh, so uh, you might want to turn the ship around. I'd like to turn this shit around. So <laughs> let's do it here. Uh, and I'm going to focus in on another total, which probably means I'm going to get kicked in the jewels again, but we're going to do it uh, tonight. Los Vegas, the Golden Knights, will be down in America's Wang. They're taking on Mm. the Florida Panthers. Uh, These are two teams uh, that play at a pace and score at a pace that I was actually surprised that this uh, total might not have actually opened at a flat seven. Uh, It is sitting at six and a half. You look at the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, they have scored three or more goals in four out of their last five games. The Panthers are already the number one team in the NHL in scoring per game. Uh, So you combine those two things to Uh, the Vegas has been scoring a lot of goals, even on the road. I got a little bit concerned that they weren't going to be able to do that on the road the way that they do at home in Sin City. But they have been doing it. So I'm going to put those two two things together. We're going to take the over. It's juiced just slightly up right now on uh, DraftKings. It's at minus 130. Uh, I would expect that to climb throughout the uh, morning uh, here as more people start to make the bet. But these two teams, the way they go up and down the ice, slightly suspect goaltending at times, uh, but it really comes down to having two prolific offenses, and I don't think six and a half is enough. I think this is a four to three, uh, maybe even a five to three final by the time we're done.
1: Oh, you had me at over, Lundy. Put the biscuit in the basket and let's make some bucks.
0: Number four.
1: All right, let's go to the NBA, and I'm going to work in a little same-game parlay. For those of you that have been consuming uh, the new television show Live on the Line, thank you. I think there's only six of you that exist, uh, but I have had uh, some beef with Joel Embiid because every time I bet against him, he embarrasses me, Lundy. So enough is enough. I am on the Embiid train. I'm to, going to try to right the ship here, give me some positive juju as a result, and pay homage to... Uh, to one of the great big men in the NBA. And I'm going to do this on this same game parlay. I put together a DraftKings at plus 130. Embiid and the 76ers taking on the Lake Show tonight. Yes, Anthony Davis is back. Still knocking off the rust after missing uh, 17 games in total. Uh, but I think Embiid's going to go out there and do work. So, give me Embiid. 25 plus points. Embiid. 11 plus rebounds. And Uno. One block shot. If I get all three of those legs again at plus 130. He has done all these uh, three legs in a game in six of his last seven matchups. In the month of January, he is averaging 34.5 points per game. 10.8 10.8 rebounds per game and uh, nearly a block and a half per game. Now, the Lakers, number 17 in the NBA in adjusted defensive efficiency. So, they are down compared to prior years in that category. And they have not rebounded the ball effectively. And that's even with, uh, you know, Anthony Davis on the floor, a good chunk of the first month, month and a half of the season. Number 23 in the association and rebounds per game Allowed, So I'm going to ride those fiery fingers of Embiid. Uh, I'm going to pay, you know, again, I'm going to sacrifice some, I don't know, some chicken wings, uh, a few beers, whatever is necessary at the altar of the gambling gods to get back on Embiid's good side. So don't do me dirty, Joel. Give me a winner here. Again, on the same game parlay, 25-plus points, 11-plus rebounds, and a block shot at plus-130. Lundy. Will the gambling gods shine kindly down upon thee?
0: Well, certainly hoping that they're going to, but I will tell you this. Your stat that has me concerned, honest to good, is is the rebounds. I know the way the Lakers are, but it's the rebounding stat that has me concerned. Here's what I can tell you, folks, if you're listening. Follow Brad. He's got to, you know, he's got to bow down. He's got to do the, like, Wayne and Garth. We're not worthy (laughs) um, to try to get back on Embiid's good side. But I can tell you this. If you take that rebounding mark from 11 to 10, Um, so all he's got to do is just get you to the double double, right? He's got to get the points. He's got to get the boards. It takes it. You're going to lose some juice. It takes it from a plus 130, but it's still a plus 100. So it's even money. If you were to knock the rebound down, I'm a little bit worried that he gets to 10 and that that's it. I do like this. I think this is a great same-game parlay all tied to Embiid. The only one that has me a little bit nervous is the boards, and that's why I said if you took it down a notch, you're still at plus 100. Um, I think you're safe, but if you wanted to give yourself a buffer, that'd be the only spot that has me worried.
1: Showcase some magnet hands and squeeze the rock! Joel. Number three. All right, let's move on to college basketball. And I'm going to dig deep here. And we're going to focus on a team I believe that I have featured a couple of times before on this podcast. And it is actually Team USA uh, because that's what the initials are for this university. The University of Southern Alabama or South Alabama taking on the Troy Trojans. Of course, the Jaguars are the nickname of South Alabama. They're in the Sun Belt Conference, and I think they're one of the class teams in this league. And I have had a lot of good fortune. Wagering on Richie Riley's club this season. And I'm going to lay the six and a half in this home matchup and, and a pivotal one to try to get superiority within the Sun Belt Conference against Troy. And this is a minus 110. This is a classic case of top offense versus top defense. Uh, the USA ranks number one in offensive efficiency in Sun Belt play. Troy, number one in defensive efficiency. Now, the Trojans. Uh, However, our number 251, an effective field goal percentage offense, so putting the ball through the cylinder has been a chore, to say the least, and... I can tell you this about watching the Jaguars. Yes, I've actually watched a couple of their games this season. They are full of slashers that attack the 10. They're not three-point reliant. Uh, only 27.4% of their points come from distance. But off the bounce, they can be deadly. Particularly Javon Franklin, I believe, is an Auburn transfer. And that guy has netted 67.8% Lundy. Inside the arc this season, one of the more efficient and prolific scorers from two point land. So, off the bounce, he's going to rock the rim, kiss a few off the glass, maybe hit some mid range jumpers. I think South Alabama will win this thing by eight plus going away. A team that shoots uh, north of 70% at the charity stripe. So, they should be able to slam the door. So, Lundy, feed or follow USA. USA minus six and a half against Troy again minus one ten at DraftKings.
0: It's funny to hear you say uh, USA being tops in offensive efficiency because our our country really doesn't strike me as something uh, <laughs> being uh, efficient at just about anything. Uh, right
1: uh, see container ships uh, somewhere in a bay near you.
0: Yes, exactly. I, there's there's not a lot of things about our country right now that are all that efficient. Uh, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't categorize that. Have you seen them trying to you know like patch the the asphalt uh, you know in your on on the you know roads leading to your neighborhood? No, no. It takes like 17 guys in about four weeks, uh, and they're filling a hole the size of a Tupperware container. Uh, so I'm gonna follow on this one just because you know I I think we could just start chanting USA. I, I really I, I would assume they do that at the games. I've never had a chance to attend. South uh, that Alabama would be contest. a lost
1: opportunity if they have not done that there in South Alabama, inside the Mitchell Center, capacity crowd of ten thousand.
0: There you go. I like this. All right, uh, so I will follow on this one just because I'm excited about the USA being good at something.
1: All right, good. Uh, the Russians, <laughs> the Russians, though, I think would disagree. At least I got that from all the Rocky movies. All right, moving on here on today's pod. Uh, stick around for our top picks in college basketball. Plus, yeah, additional action in bonus time.
0: Number two.
1: All right, let's get to it, and uh, let's go now to the American Athletic Conference and one of the greatest mascots in all of college sports. I'm talking about PD Pirate, uh, who represents the East Carolina University crowd. Uh, East Carolina. Taking on uh, Penny Hardaway and uh, the Memphis Tigers, who have been a wee bit of a disappointment, you could say, uh, this season. And I'm going to go with East Carolina, and I'm going to take them at plus 13 in this game. Now, you look at Memphis here, the last uh, three games out, uh, really dreadful offensively. Under 1.00 points per possession scored over that stretch. Uh, and defensively, too, they have come unraveled. Number 9 in the AC, AAC and effective field goal percentage D. Now, ECU knocked off Memphis recently. Uh, earlier this month, on January 15th, uh, they beat the Tigers 72-71 to 71 at home. Uh, this is a team that shoots over 35% from downtown. And Memphis has really struggled shackling the perimeter, giving up 37.8% from distance, so they're in the end, yarrr, shivering timbers, PD Pirates gotta get the job done, and it's spelled P-E-E, like, you know, you gotta go number one, which uh, I think Penny Hardaway has done all over himself pretty much all season long, so Lundy, fade or follow, the Pirates uh, getting you some booty at plus 13 in Memphis against this woeful Tigers club, minus 110 at DraftKings.
0: Yeah, uh, Penny Hardaway can – Like, it seems like he can recruit. Like he can bring in some players. Oh, yeah. He, he, he's got a strong bag drive game. Then he then he doesn't know what to do with them. Yeah. Uh, it's like, are uh, you guys just uh, you uh, go out there? Uh, I need five of you, uh, five five of you. Yes, I need five of you to go out on the court uh, and put the the round thing into you know the thing up there. Uh, you put it in there, okay? Break. <laughs> uh, it's his. <laughs> he's been awful, uh, despite having some pretty good uh, talent on that roster. Uh, so let's let's see how the transfer portal treats him at the end of the mm. season. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this could get uh, a little bit ugly. I like the idea ecu covering brad but let me preemptively preemptively ask you a question okay. for those listening yeah. to the podcast right now this line is already down to 12 would holy cow i got it you, at,
1: i got at 13 and a half and then i woke up this morning it? and it was 13 at 12 hell yeah! you yes. still do
0: it at 12 okay. i don't dude i don't because trust anything with memphis right now there you go. But I wanted to go ahead and ask because I could see people listening to the pod right now that are going to go online and they're going to be like, damn it, it's at 12. So I thought I would go ahead on behalf of... Of the 7.2 million people that listen to this pod, give or take, you know, 7.2 million, um, whether or not you would still play it, because I think I would just how bad Memphis was has been this season. But I wanted to make sure you were still on board.
1: Yeah. And there's the track record. I know this has got revenge game, you know, that narrative. If you want to drive down that street. But again, completely untrustworthy. That's little penny. And it's Memphis Tigers. Number one. Hi, uh, my top play in the world of college
0: basketball. And
1: by the way, I, I've been having a pretty good week uh here on the pod. I, I think we went three for three a couple of nights ago. Oh, yesterday. Now yesterday.
0: Now you're screwed. Yesterday, yeah,
1: I think I just ruined the mojo. Yesterday we had a profitable night. Uh, and I think it's gonna be a highly profitable night for Purdue Pete. And I'll break out the and Sledgehammer, and I think Purdue Pete's always walking around the sledgehammer anyway. So is very convenient on the over 79 and a half points in the team total at Iowa against the Hawkeyes. And you know, Mount Fran is already starting to bubble, Lundy. Uh, a couple of calls not going to go his way, uh, and he's going to outright erupt on the floor. So I wish that we could get an anytime technical prop on Fran McCaffrey because I probably wager on that on a routine basis. But man, I love Purdue Pete tonight. Uh, and I think they're really going to pound the pavement in this game. Uh, number one in the country in adjusted offensive efficiency on the season at 1.242 points per possession. Score, they're shooting over 40% from three and over 57% inside the arc. Uh, the Hawkeyes simply do not have the size to match up with a very uniquely talented Zach Eady at seven foot four And a wide body at that. Great touch around the rim. And of course, Trevion Williams as well. Uh, who can really back down defenders uh, and splash it through the cylinder. Plus, he's got eyes in the back of his head. I've said this before, and I'll quadruple down on it. I think he is the best uh, big man passer in all of college basketball. And Jaden Ivey, though he's got a tender hip, is probable to play tonight. A uh, future multimillionaire in the NBA. He's going to be a lottery pick in short order. Just too many weapons. You add in Sasha uh, Stefanovich, who's shooting over 40% from distance. Uh, Thompson shooting over 40% from three as well. And Iowa, number 126 in effective field goal percentage D. And two, you know the Hawkeyes love to play at a fast pace. so The tempo uh, really is going to support the argument here as Purdue will race their way into the 80s here at the end. I kind of like him, too. A little early bonus time at minus 2.5 in this contest. So, Lundy, fade or follow. Purdue over 79.5. Team total points, minus 115 at DraftKings. And give me your thoughts, too, if you don't mind, on uh, Purdue laying the 2.5 on the road there inside Carver-Hawkeye.
0: Uh if I, I like the idea of laying the two and a half. I think I'm okay with that. I think if they win they can do it by a three or more. But Brad, I I, I have a gift for you. Oh please. Yes, yes. I have an audio gift that I will present to oh, you through the speakers. Yeah. Uh the team total at DraftKings is down to seventy seven and a half. Whoa!
1: No, okay. Uh, continue on with the pod. Uh, I'm going to have to go in there and now wager on this. <laughs> I, I'm dead serious. I, I'm going to double down. On, I, that is absurd. How yeah. is it down to 77 and a half? That doesn't make any damn sense. You know what? Uh,
0: this is a double unit wager for me now. It's a double unit wager. That is crazy. All right, continue. I just I that was that's literally that's the analysis I'm throwing out there right now. I'm like, well, son of a bitch. I mean, if there if if we like it at seventy nine and a half and you're going to give me another two points of a cushion. Oh, hell yeah. And so to me, I actually instead of I, I, I like the idea of of Purdue minus the two minus the two and a half, depending upon what book you're looking at. It's the the hook is either there or it's not. Um, I, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind that one. But I think because this team total has come down. I'd almost rather do what, what you just said. Instead of worrying about the the minus two and a half, I'd almost rather just double down on the team total, and then I don't give a shit who wins.
1: Uh, uh, this just in, uh, it is confirmed. I have multi-united the overall 77 <laughs> and a half. Thank you for that breaking news. Uh, that oh, is very beneficial. Hey, That's crazy. I, two points shaved off. I'm-
0: Occasionally I'm here to help. I mean, for the most part I'm just kind of like a foil and I throw some, like, apparently some bad hockey picks out and things <laughs> like like That's what I that's what I do here on the pod. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I figured that I would uh, sneak uh, that out there and uh, let everybody know that if you like this one as much as Brad does, you just bought yourself a two-point cushion.
1: Uh, you are the uh, sweetest carrier pigeon I've ever ran into in my entire life, Andy. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I appreciate you delivering that news. And, yeah, I, I'm dead serious. I just hammered the over on the seventy-seven half Again, I like it at 79.5. Now I'm getting two free points. Uh so hopefully both of those will hit as I believe they will. Uh getting in the 80s there with Purdue, Pete. All right, Lundy. That uh, but- a, that's that's a beautiful thing,
0: That's tasty. that's it's very tasty. I love it. All
1: right, before we get out of here, it's bonus
0: time. Anything else you'd like across
1: the smorgasbord of sports?
0: Yeah, there's a couple of them, Uh, a couple of heavy favorites tonight that uh, you got a couple of routes that you can go. The Rangers are taking on uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets there uh, as once again, we try to dot the I in Ohio, which apparently I did not do a very good job of. Uh, (laughs) But uh, that matchup right there, uh, the Rangers should be able to handle them. I'm going to take New York in regulation, so I'm going to bring that heavily juiced money line down to only a minus one thirty five. Uh, by them to be able to win it on the 60-minute line. And then there's another team. Uh, This one, I'm going to tell you, you go with whichever gut you want. You can take Carolina against Ottawa. uh, And Carolina, again, in regulation to bring the juice way down, but it's still pretty high at a minus 155. So I would either pair that together with the Rangers, or if you want to get crazy with the cheese Whiz, if you take Carolina minus 1.5, if they just absolutely lay the stick To the Senators uh, tonight. Uh, That one's at a plus 105. So Mm. if you're feeling a little frisky, I would take Carolina minus the 1.5 on uh, the plus odds. But if you get a little bit concerned about a late goal or something like that, then take them in regulation instead and maybe even pair it up with the Rangers. Get yourself a little two legger there on the ice.
1: All right. I like that quite a bit. Let's go back to college basketball, shall we? Uh, How
0: about a four leg money line parlay, Lundy? Why not?
1: Let's get crazy here on
0: this oh, Thursday. Yeah. We've, I've already given you a gift with Purdue. You might I, as well start wasting your winning. I play it with
1: house money. Uh, And I haven't even – the game hasn't even been played. We haven't even tipped it yet. I mean, Fran hasn't even drawn the first technical of the game. Uh, But I'm going to take Wisconsin on the road against Nebraska. It hasn't played over a week due to another uh, COVID pause and some issues within that program. Uh, They'll handle business there inside Pinnacle Bank. Uh, Give me Towson, who just played Delaware. Beat them on the road. Now they're at home. uh, And I think they'll get the season sweep and back-to-backs. Give me USC, who is rocking and rolling right now, very quietly. One of the better defensive teams in the land. They're taking on Stanford at home. And give me the racers of Murray State, a dangerous and explosive offensive team, unblemished right now inside the OVC. They're on the road and an inferior Tennessee Tech Club. All four of those hit Wisconsin, Towson, uh, USC, Murray State on just winning straight up plus 141 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Elsewhere too, I like Minnesota tonight, catching six and a half against the. Ohio State, I have to say that so I don't uh, get sued for copyright infringement. Uh, I know there's some issues with Minnesota. We don't know if Curry's going to be back. He's been dealing with an ankle injury. He's a game-time decision. Battle uh, has been fighting a a non-COVID-related illness. Uh, He's uh, one of their top scorers. Hopefully, he will be cleared to go. I think it's the flu. Uh, from some reading, some inside information, uh, there is a lean that he will be in uniform. And Stevens is back. He had about a bout of COVID, but will be on the floor. So Minnesota will be at or near full strength hopefully tonight. Uh, and I think the paint patrolling will get the job done against Ohio State. of the Golden Gophers' points comes inside the arc, and Ohio State's defense has given up at least 1.12 points per possession in two of their last three games. And on the late-night tip, uh, if you don't like watching high-scoring basketball, I would not recommend consuming this. Uh, But I do like the under on the team total for St. Mary's. It's 645 against the Dons of San Francisco. Very ish game. Uh, Maybe not so much for SFO, but certainly for St. Mary's, who needs this. They're an advanced analytics darling. But the resume, uh, you know, they do have the win on a neutral court against Oregon. Uh, they beat Missouri State, which is a better-than-you-think win at home. But uh, outside of that, uh, they could use one here. But San Francisco, outstanding defensively, number 20 in the nation, and adjusted defensive efficiency. Uh, San Francisco plays at you know a, a, a higher, uh, above-average pace. But St. Mary's, the antithesis of that, they want to play a slog in the half court. Uh, scoring the basketball at times has been problematic, though they've scored better and WCC action still. This game may be in the upper 50s uh, by the time the final buzzer sounds. So again, I'll take the under on 64 and a half on that St. Mary's team total. And there you have it. Uh, that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a reading and a review if you enjoy this podcast. And as always, until next time, feed
0: or follow. That is up to you. Feed. The Noise.